1: citizens welcome to the fortress of potitude i'm dave michaels i'm brian betts and we are the cape podcasters and this is the show that wants you to get that weak shit off my track
0: get that weak shit off my get the track. Weak shit
1: off of my track
0: it's my favorite thing ever said in a pg movie i think it's pretty good <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like this happy-go-lucky film that's playing out in front of us yeah get that weak shit off my track so
0: good and it's Emil hirsch a
1: who is not threatening. No. In any way, shape, or form. He's a tiny man. He's a very little boy. <laughs> but he drives oh so quick in 2008's Speed Racer, yeah. directed
0: by the Wachowskis. Fresh off the Matrix.
1: Finally, for real,
0: fresh off the Matrix. <laughs> kind of. Mostly. Fresh off the matrix yeah,
1: And count. like
0: five years removed. But that's still something. It's, yeah, fresh. Fresh. Fresh off the Matrix. <laughs> we did it. But for real this time, because they did direct The Matrix, all three, never forget, never forget, two and three,
1: exactly. You could well, I don't mind that. never forget I forgetting mind. those two. They're fine.
0: They're totally fine. They are totally
1: fine. The first one's obviously a masterpiece. Yes. The next two happened.
0: They happened. That's okay too. They continued a story that should have ended. They could have ended it. Could have ended. That's, they chose that's more not to. Yeah, and that's a choice from them. I can't wait for the fourth one to come out next year. I. Cannot believe you're talking about that. (laughs) Up until this point, had you ever seen Speed Racer? I had never seen Speed Racer. Give me those thoughts. It is a movie. It is a spectacle for sure. There are things happening on the screen that make you go, what did I just eat? Uh Uh-huh. Was it laced? (laughs) It's a lot of fun. And that's where I'm going to leave that for now. Okay. We will get there. That's pretty fair. Now, I understand you've seen this movie quite a few times. A number of times. This used to be
1: on, I'll call it HBO. I don't know what it was in college constantly, so I watched it a whole bunch in college. You got HBO in college? Yeah. I'm jealous. Well, sorry. (laughs) But I remember watching this a whole bunch of times, and then, I mean, I've watched it twice in the past few months now, and this thing does it for me. All right. It works on so many levels, I totally understand the parts where it doesn't. Right. John Favreau had no idea he
0: was in this movie. <laughs> but he was also in just, this movie by design. Just really his, his hands make a, a few cameos. They're
1: a little on the heavy side in some places, yes. But I'm pretty sure it was scripted. That's fair. That's fair. This is
0: a, a very self-aware movie. Oh, yes. And we'll get there.
1: And we should say that this is a recommendation from our listener, Jeff Miners. He's our, our producer on this one, if you will. <laughs> He said, Speed Racer, it's a comic book. Look, here's a cover. And I went, got it. Nailed it. Yep. That's all we needed on that. (laughs) Perfect. Good job. So here we are. It's been around since the 60s. Yeah.
0: Anime, manga. I didn't realize how short the initial run was of the show. It was like just one season. And then it just blew up into this giant property.
1: It's pretty neat how that works sometimes. You don't need to drag something out when you're trying to just tell a story. Yeah, Things could end and it will be just fine. And people will still be like,
0: hey, let's make more of that. Yep. They will always do that. (laughs) You want to get into this thing? Yeah, we might as well. The Wachowskis immediately take us on an acid trip through the opening credits. Yeah. That's the only way I can describe these opening credits. Pretty big tone setter, I'd say. I'll say. It's just bright colors, and it's the colors, Duke. The colors. It absolutely is popsicle. Got it. I got it this time. First try. A young speed racer, played by Nicholas Elia as a, as a young boy, for sure has ADHD. Without a doubt,
1: there's <laughs> never been a child in the world who got it that badly.
0: Yeah, but his entire family channels that into race car driving. Sure,
1: <laughs> give him direction.
0: After yeah. all, their last name is Racer.
1: That really worked out. This movie would be very, very different if it was, like, a carver or Oh, whatever. yeah. I just want to make wooden marionettes, Mom and Dad. You're Why? not allowed to make them. Why? Because we're butchers here. That's what we carve. We make carvers. <laughs> this is a butcher family, son. You're a goddamn idiot and disgrace, Chop Carver. <laughs>
0: here he comes. Here comes <laughs> Chop Carver. First of all, rude. To name your son Speed Racer. And then not expect him to want to go fast. I mean, what? just want to go fast. That's all it is. If he ain't first. This kid is
1: sitting in this classroom, fully hopped up on Matt and Dew. Oh, yeah. Just drawing
0: things about racing on his book. He's pretty good at flip books. I mean, there might be a future in that if the racing thing doesn't pan out. His name is Speed Racer. Oh, my bad. Not Speed Tracer. <laughs> 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 that was good. That was quick. I liked it
1: i been watching a movie about a guy named Speed. Yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm seeing things right now before they even happen. <laughs> I'm not so much doing a podcast, I'm feeling it. Just, yeah. I'm feeling it in me. I'm going to close my eyes and do the rest of the time. Yeah. Stop turning and start
0: driving. driving. <laughs> Speed is obsessed with his older brother, Rex Racer, who is played by Scott Porter. You know, famous actor Scott Porter. Yeah,
1: Friday Night Lights. Is that it? Yeah. All I right, think. good. That's it. A- <laughs>
0: and And his brother's racing career, he's obsessed with that too. just basically, you know, racing stuff, his family going fast. That's what speeds about character development. I love it. Also, there's a girl at school, Trixie, played by a very young Ariel winter, which blew my mind. It blew my mind. I never knew until watching it this time. Wild, it is wild. Uh, she thinks that his constant race car mouth noises and inability to focus are just the bees' knees. <laughs> So she punches another little girl in the face. Which is awesome. And then Speed and Trixie are inseparable all That's the way right. until they become grown-up Emil Hirsch and Christina Ricci. But we'll get there. We will get there. One day, Rex gets into some kind of argument with Pops Racer, played by John fucking Goodman.
1: I like how you put the snark on Pops Racer. Pops Racer. And you just looked in your face like you immediately regretted it, remembering that it was John, John fucking Goodman. John
0: fucking Goodman.
1: I watched you go through emotions there
0: yeah well i experienced them perfect <laughs> so <laughs> rex gets into an argument with john goodman which you never want to do cause, pops because john goodman is he's like, very large man and he's good man he's good man so uh, and then rex never comes home again well pop says hey you go out that door better never come back better never come back
1: and rex race is like fine fine, fine! <laughs> i won't come back I don't need you or this stupid town. I don't even know why I look like this. You're John Goodman, and you I can't imagine you with my poor mother, Susan Sarandon, in this movie. It doesn't work. It doesn't. It doesn't work. It's like the
0: one relationship that you never see develop at all. But, and, and you're like, you know what? Good, actually.
1: They had three kids and a monkey. The monkey's the one that makes the most sense.
0: Yep. Yep that That actually checks out. Rex goes on with his racing career, earning himself a reputation as a dirty driver and a coward. Right? This is after he's like breaking records
1: and stuff. Right. Being right. a oh, good driver. Until one fateful
0: race. Right. During the final leg of the Casa Cristo Road Rally, Rex dies in a fiery crash in the Maltese ice caves. Sucks. Yes. That, that does suck. I like how this
1: reporter is doing his reporting in front of this giant explosion. He's like right up. Oh, on yeah. It. And then it explodes again behind him. He's like, oh, God. Well, wow, you surely fuck now, huh? <laughs> that's like the parents are watching. <laughs> I can't see anybody surviving an explosion of this magnitude. Signing off, it's Journal Journalston.
0: <laughs> I like this universe where everybody's last name is just what they what do. What they do. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a reverse Ellis Island. That's a good point. Just send them all out into the world and, and bring their names back to the original thing that's just literally whatever their job is.
1: Exactly. It's like a scavenger hunt, in a way. Not so much for an occupation, but also an identity, eventually.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the entire racer family mourns the loss. Pop stops working on cars altogether until one night, while watching an old recording of the 1943 Grand Prix, Speed joins Pops and they watch Ben Burns pass Stickleton for the win, while screaming their heads off, reinvigorating Pops' love of the sport.
1: Which is amazing. It's to such watch. a
0: sweet little moment. It's
1: because you have this guy who's watched this race probably a hundred times, a hundred times, and he still gets fired. Last up
0: lap, it. he's like, "Come on, Ben, stick it to Stickleton."
1: It's great. It's so a good, good father-son moment. It is. I
0: love it. So we cut to present day, where now the prime driver for Racer Motors is Speed Racer, played by Emil Hirsch in the Mach Five. The Mach Five. It is gorgeous to put it lightly it's so cool
1: it's one of those incredibly awesome movie cars that just get you going
0: yeah i read somewhere that they actually sent 3d models of this car out to all of their different like toy manufacturers and things just so they would get it right they hadn't even finished filming the movie and they were like here's the 3d model don't fuck up the mach 5
1: that's amazing
0: yeah so
1: they don't want to like batmobile the thing exactly i gotta imagine like when the Batmobile comes out and you look at it like nothing is movie accurate in those things.
0: No, no. Absolutely not. People are like, I think this is what it's going to look like based on a spy shot I saw on Twitter once. <laughs> right. <laughs> Speed easily wins a race at Thunderhead. But when he has the opportunity to beat his brother's track record, he lets off the gas at the last second.
1: But I love that whole scene also it's because- It's such an awesome- This oh. is not standard racing. No. This is like racing in an amusement park, just a roller coaster, yeah. the way the track's set up, where. They're very rarely driving straight. It's a lot of Tokyo drift. It's like a lot of jumps. Sonic the Hedgehog. That's exactly what it is. In cars. But I love the moment where they flash back up to like the track sign that's showing the time and whatnot. Yeah. And everybody in the place realizes like, he's going to win this thing, but he's racing his brother. Right. Like, that is such a cool moment. And you see the emotion getting cut in there with Emile Hirsch, and you actually see, like, the ghost. The ghost car. That's going through also, and it's such a cool moment. It's so cool. It makes you, like, really feel for this family. Like, there's a terrific loss here. And even after he pulls up at the end, the parents hug it out. Right. And it's not because Speed won.
0: No, no. Which I think is another
1: beautiful moment, because that right there is just pure editing. That's exactly how it should be. Yeah. When you juxtapose things a certain way, you're going to get a certain reaction certain emotion that's shown that way and that's that it's they're hugging it out because the son the the good son like the, the older good son kept the record
0: yeah it's like ah oh, not the younger good rex's son. record stands and and we know that speed could have broken it but oh isn't it sweet that he didn't exactly yeah it was a nice moment touching big fan shortly after speed's win ep arnold Royalton, played by roger fucking alum he's back Oh my Lanta! Play Prothero in *V for Vendetta*. That's right, and he's back again. He's and... back. Oh boy, is he good! This guy, <laughs> he's the owner of a conglomerate called Royalton Industries, and he shows up at the family's doorstep.
1: I love when he shows up in the big jets in the back, and he's like talking over <laughs> and it. You can't and hear him. And I like how he motions like John comes. He's like, "Can I come in?" And John was like, y- "Of course, yeah. This is yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I understand how <laughs> insane this situation is. Come in." <laughs>
0: He also indulges in Susan Sarandon's pancakes.
1: He verbally fucks these pancakes. He
0: really, really likes these he pancakes. He goes
1: for it. It tastes on the mouth. Ah, oh, it's like there's mm. air, but there's a certain denseness.
0: <laughs> oh, there, it tastes like a cake that one would maybe fry in a pan. It's so good. Susan Sarandon, you're such a wonderful breakfast
1: cook. The syrup, there's no way that came from the teat of you, the cook lady. <laughs> there's no way. Because and yet, f- if you told me, it did. You seem to be like the tree trunk of this family, this tight-knit <laughs> family <laughs>
0: that has a monkey. <laughs> ah. mom racer and your breakfast. <laughs> We've brought up the monkey twice. We should talk about the monkey. Let's talk about Chim Chim.
1: Chim Chim is a monkey. Yes, he is. And his best bud is Spritel. Yes. Who might be the best part of this entire movie.
0: Spritel is an interesting
1: character. <laughs> He has, like, a controlled ADHD. Yeah.
0: I think that's a good way of putting it.
1: But obviously it goes off the rails once he gets candy. Uh, candy will do how it. how can you blame him? Right. But this uh, Spritel is like the younger brother, Speed, and Chim Chim,
0: he's there. Chim Chim is there. And there's never any explanation for Chim Chim. It's just like- Doesn't need to be. Also, we have a monkey. I love it. Moving on. Royalton invites the entire racer family to tour his company. Because, you know, Speed's a hotshot. We got to- Got to talk to Speed.
1: Well, he's very big on the whole family thing. He's like, Oh, you let me meet your family now? Yeah. Come
0: meet my Come meet my family. You could tell he's done this before.
1: Everything uh, that Royalton says in this movie, yeah. he has said before. And I love how scripted he is and how well he pulls it off. Yeah. It's so manipulative yeah. in the best it's way.
0: Beautiful. The family flies to Royalton Industries on a private jet. And Royalton shows all the equipment and amenities available to Royalton racers. And there's all sorts of gadgets and gizmos and training programs and everything. And he introduces Speed to his star driver, Jack Cannonball Taylor, who tells Speed he's impressed by his run at Thunderhead. And the only thing he needs to know about racing for Royalton is right there up on that trophy wall. Again, rehearsed. Definitely rehearsed. They don't hide it. Nope. Which is terrific. It is. I'm a big fan of this. I've got an actual IMDb trivia fact for Hit me. you. It's I'm having a great only time. Only one I have. This is good. So here we go. Yep. Mr. Royalton says his drivers need to be able to cope with speeds up to 4G. Theoretically, a merry-go-round can generate that, theoretically. That's what it says.
1: How fast does that have to go to generate that?
0: I don't know, but theoretically, a merry-go-round can generate 4G, according to this IMDb trivia fact submitter. I just did a
1: Google of how fast does a merry-go-round go. Yeah, thirteen feet per second. Oh, and that's according to the CPSC guidelines that dictate a safe and secure merry-go-round. <laughs> I don't think you're getting up to 4G. I mean, theoretically. Well, I'm a fucking idiot. I just Googled how fast is 4G, and it said around 14 megabytes per second. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, that's so good.
1: <laughs> now, when I Google something where, you know, I don't type into my computer like a chim-chim. 1 <laughs> G of force is equivalent to 22 miles per hour. Okay. Okay. So for 4 J.
0: yeah, eighty-eight miles per hour. I don't know if it's that simple. Eighty-eight miles per hour. That well, seems really convenient. Gonna go back in time. Well, nothing else. Only if that merry-go-round runs on one point twenty-one gigawatts. <laughs> when this merry-go-round
1: hits eighty-eight miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit.
0: <laughs> That's not in- including things like you know distance from the center of the merry-go-round, and well, and no, the weight of little Bobby sitting on the you know there's. Other factors, man. There's a lot of other factors. Either way, that merry-go-round is not getting the 4G. I don't know. I think it's possible.
1: It can't because of the st- 13 feet per second.
0: There's no way. The 13 feet per second in a straight line, that's completely different from an angular momentum No, all that's that stuff. for the
1: safety restrictions that I just read for merry-go-rounds. That is now in my Google history for forever.
0: Yeah, but it, I still don't think there's no way. It depends on the size. There's a lot of other factors. But that's for science and math stuff. We're talking about Speed Racer, which doesn't care a thing about any of that. That's a good point. That. That's a very good point. But unless you're prepared to start talking science with an IMDb Trivia Fact submitter, I think we better just move on. That's one of the weirdest arguments I could pick. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Even if you prove him wrong, you'll never know. He'll never know. I don't know, because I could write an entire like thesis about why it's wrong,
1: and he's the type of person who's go,
0: uh Nuh-uh. Nuh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but also, did you know that 4G... Is also a speed of cell phone uh, coverage. <laughs> <It's> true. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Speed Racer is impressed with the facility, but he's apprehensive. Pops is even more apprehensive, but agrees to go along with whatever his son wants, which is a pretty big turn, huge for the turn. character already. Yes. Royalton gives Speed a week to consider his offer. It seems fair,
1: but yeah. I mean he even tells Speed he's like I do not go around making this offer every day.
0: Well, it's funny because he's like, I need an answer now, son, basically. And Speed's like, Well, if you need an answer now, then I'm going to- Wait, 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 wait. All right. Wait. I'll give you a week. To one think. week. One week. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Speed eventually returns to Royalton and declines his offer, citing that racing is more of a family affair for him. I like it. Yeah. He had like a suit tailored and he gave it back. He's like, here, have That's your a suit, move. mister. And Royalton immediately loses his entire charming demeanor and reveals that the top corporate interests, including himself, have been fixing races and cheating to gain profits for years. Which is weird. Super weird. It's a strange world that this movie is based in. It sure is. It's a lot
1: like, oh, guys, did you see? Jimmy John's is through the roof. We won Daytona.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, there used to be a saying in NASCAR, win on Sunday, sell on Monday. That's very true. So, uh, maybe that's what it came from that where
1: they're going with it.
0: Maybe? I don't know. <laughs> no idea. You got me. Even Speed's beloved 43 Grand Prix, Ben Burns knew he would win that race before it even started.
1: I got to imagine that hurts.
0: Yeah, that's got to be like a mo- like come on, man.
1: There's been like a part of me when I was like little especially, I thought some games were like fixed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like in the back of your head, you're like, God, that was just too perfect. How did they not stop him?
0: Or right? Whatever. Whenever there's like one of those those perfect story arcs, it's like, oh, look, they went and they won the whole thing after this, <laughs> <Right>. this terrible <laughs> incident. And you're like, oh, somebody's pulling some strings, maybe. Has to be. But, I mean, who really knows? Do the corporate entities at NFL go, you know, we'd make a lot more money if this team won? Right. The Chiefs, people forgot about them. <laughs> I know the perfect fix.
1: Give him the good kid. <laughs> put him in all the commercials but we can't we have Aaron Rodgers fuck Aaron Rodgers <laughs> we got the new kid who loves the ketchup the ketchup kid I think like WWE is the thing that like put that in my head of like yeah alright maybe this is bogus Yeah, but I
0: mean that's like bogus on so many levels that's like, like bogus an on a level. a level that's like they're not hiding the fact that it's yeah this is scripted but also it takes some real athleticism it does they take bumps every
1: Monday or whatever how many days they do this Act now! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've lost track. No one writing to tell me
0: it's every day of the week. I will ignore you for the rest it's of my every life. Every single day. That's I'm too sure. much. I'm sure it is. Story be damned. <laughs> but yeah, Royalton is rigging races. The whole financial industry is rigging races so certain people can make more money. And it's a it's a weird world. The economy is based on these Hot Wheels tracks. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> In retaliation for his refusal, Royalton promises that Speed will lose the next race at Fuji and that Racer Motors will come under severe scrutiny.
1: He says he won't even finish.
0: That is a threat.
1: You think? He says it real menacingly and he's English, so you know he's not kidding.
0: This guy is playing like the perfect combination of like an angry Kevin Spacey and Tim Curry.
1: Yes, please. I want that and I want it now.
0: Yeah, but like without some of the parts... Namely, like mostly the, the spacey, the, the spacey off-screen, off-screen parts can, Got can, can, can go get, away. Get him out of here. We don't have time for it. But like, wow, this guy—he's very good. I guess that's my way of saying he's a good actor.
1: Yeah, and I like how all this, this intense story plot here, is intercut with Spritel and Chim Chim breaking onto the airplane and stealing candy. Yeah, naturally. And then having an insane sugar rush while playing air guitar and stealing a car. <laughs> All of that
0: happens, <laughs> and it's totally inconsequential to the plot, but it's fun and Everything
1: it, Spridal and Chim Chim Do oh is completely inconsequential to the plot.
0: I love it. And like, I love them. Not entirely. We'll get to one moment.
1: Oh, God, I can't wait for the one moment.
0: <laughs> sure enough, Speed is taken out by another driver in the Fuji race, and Pops asserted litigation paperwork as he's being sued for IP infringement.
1: Right, because he's like, ah, oh, your car- it, it goes so good. You it must looked, have
0: stolen stuff. You definitely took stuff from other manufacturers,
1: probably. Right. You build this thing in your garage with scraps, but
0: uh, but uh, you're stealing, something. But you're stealing something. I know it. I know it. Even Ben Burns, played by Richard Roundtree, kind of confirms to Speed that the results of the 43 Prix were predetermined.
1: Speed asks him, did you know the
0: results of the 43 Grand Prix before it happened? And he basically said, you know, people think that me and Stickleton hate each other, but uh, that's not the case at all. Which is a great
1: way to confirm that.
0: Yeah. That's, uh, oh, sneaky. It is sneaky. It's a roundabout way of saying, yeah, we knew. A round tree. Like a Richard round tree. Like a Richard round tree. Exactly. A round-a-tree way of getting there. That's what they all say. That's where that saying came from. Shortly afterwards, the Racer family is visited by Inspector Detector. <laughs> it's amazing. Played by Ben O'Furman. And the mysterious Racer X racer x played by matthew fox i'm so glad you get to do the x thing again i was actually going to not even reveal that it was matthew fox until we found out it was matthew fox. it's matthew fox but it's matthew fox nobody
1: in the world talks like matthew fox except matthew fox that's fair that's totally fair it's like you a moat just like matthew fox
0: what do you mean i don't know what that means i don't know i'm the mysterious racer what x that means nobody <laughs> knows who i
1: am i like how when they come to the racer home Spridal answers the door and starts freaking out because Racer X is at his door. Yeah. Run for your life! It's
0: the Harbinger of Boom. It's
1: a great
0: name. So good. Both men are involved in trying to uncover the shady business dealings and cheating that plague the World Racing League. They're doing a bad job because it seems really obvious. It seems super obvious. Like, just look around. Everybody's cheating. Every single person. Their wild card is Taijo Togokan. Right? Taijo? Taijo. Taijo. Play by Rain. One name, Rain. One name, Rain. It's a good name if you're going to have one name. If you're going to have one, that's the that's a good one. Absolutely. Yeah. Who are you? Rain. Wilson? Nope. No. Just Rain. Boom. Oh, you feel that? Do you feel it?
1: I feel it. I feel it in my loins. Ooh. All right. I couldn't tell you where my loins are, but it's there.
0: It's somewhere in the loin yeah. in region. It's a loinal feeling. Rain. Ooh. He's the son of the owner of, of TogoCon Racing. And he has information that could incriminate Royalton. Then give it to him. But he's only gonna divulge it <laughs> if he can win the Casa Cristo cross country race. Okay. Which is the one that Rex Racer died in. That's terrifying, so right? So immediately Pops is like, nope. Absolutely not. Flat out refuses. Speed's not racing that.
1: God damn it, Donnie. Get
0: out of here. <laughs> You're out of your element. <laughs> Later, Trixie volunteers to help Speed. Uh, you know. Do the thing. She's like, "Hey, we'll t- we'll tell everybody we're going on a skiing trip, and we'll take the Mach Five, and we'll we'll, we'll run the race." And she's gonna go in a helicopter. And she's gonna be she's allowed to. Yeah, she's
1: the spotter and a like helicopter. How we're checking all the boxes from the classic cartoon. It's like, oh,
0: okay, yep. Trixie's in a helicopter. We can do that. Okay. Trixie's in a helicopter. We guys, we got it off the list. Next thing. <laughs> Next thing. Before the start of the race, a team working under the Inspector Detector modifies the Mach 5 with defensive equipment to counter any of the measures the other drivers will take because everybody's cheating. Everybody's cheating. Everybody. The first leg of the rally, Speed, Racer X, and Taijo spend the majority of the race just trying to survive, basically. Yeah, it's probably a good thing to do that. Because everybody's like, get them. They're (laughs) trying to expose our cheating, so everybody cheat to kill them. Cheat on them. What?
1: What? This race is amazing because this is like your classic wacky races type twisted metal races, point A to point B. Oh, yeah. They go through, like, this desert. The cars are fighting each other. Everybody's got their Mario Kart power-ups. Exactly. I love how this is on TV. It's being televised. Yeah. And I like how you see these cars blatantly running into each other. There's weapons coming out. These, like, spike balls coming out of trunks and (laughs) oil slicks and nonsense like this. Insane. And I like how the announcers, Ben Burns is one of them, how he's just saying, like, oh, in those dust clouds, you never know what's going on. It's like you see <laughs> these cars beating that. You hell know out what's of each
0: happening. Other. It is so cool. It's really cool. It's a lot of fun. Speed Racer X and Ty Joe end up finishing behind Snake Oiler and his team.
1: Right. Snake Oiler's a very bad man.
0: And he's projected to win this.
1: Even he's, though he's a terrible driver, he's
0: apparently. Not a great driver, but you know, here we are. Speed and Trixie receive a surprise when they find the entire racer family has arrived, having seen Speed on TV. Yeah, bad
1: hiding spot. You're going to go to a race that's on television.
0: On television. People are going to find out you're in the race. Yep. And if it's a two day race, guess what? That's two days to find out. People are going to show up before the end of the race. They got time to get there. Pops is like, hey, you drop out of this race and come home. God right damn it, now. Speed. You're out of your element. And Speed is like, I'm going to win this race, Dad. Pops. <laughs> And he's still thinking about his family's safety and what Taijo's information could do to help them, and you know, get his dad off the hook for the IP infringements. I don't think that's that, even a uh,
1: thing anymore. No one seems to care about it. The rest of this movie,
0: remember that. We'll get there. Is there a thing? No, there's not, and that's why I said, okay. we'll get there. Okay. Okay. Well, then we won't get there. <laughs> no, we will when we talk about story motivation. Oh, son of a bitch!
1: All right, <laughs> that's how you dig your own grave for a movie that you like.
0: The family decides to stay, and they have speed see the race through to the end. Pops even knows how to fix the handling of the car because Inspector Detector's extra gadgets have messed up its handling. So he's like, all right, we'll get on it. I mean, Sparky. I like how quickly he's just like, yeah, we're here now. I'm on your team. Yeah. Fine. And immediately he's like, car's pulling a little bit to the left, isn't it? Being weird because all that stuff they put on it. It's
1: pretty cool.
0: He knows exactly how to fix it. He knows exactly how to fix it. But I just
1: think that's such a great dad who's like, I made my decision.
0: It's All right. This is what we're doing. We're going to go all in. That night, ninjas are sent in to try (laughs) and take out the racing team. Yep. They attack Racer X first.
1: Right, and he's like not in bed. They shoot a pillow in the bed, pretty much. Yep. And then I like how Racer X grabs some sort of cloth and puts it around his face. got to hide your identity mask. in the middle of the night. And I like, earlier, sprightly, when I was like, why does he wear that mask all the time over his face? Oh, if they knew his true identity, it would kill him and his family or whatever. Yeah, they'd come for all the and people I loved he I love how, how heavy-handed it is. I'm not going to hit the table. I love this movie. Yeah, he puts <laughs> on a mask around his face again.
0: It's like, there's no one here with a ninja. It's just you and a ninja. And, and a camera. And he's protecting... <laughs> His, his loved ones by putting uh-huh. a bed sheet around his face. I love it. I love it so much. It's great. Taijo, on the other hand, doesn't have such a good time. He gets drugged pretty bad.
1: Yeah, but I like the way they do it because the ninja's hanging over him. And he yeah. like, lowers a string over his mouth and just
0: and drips just it
1: down the string. Drips it, it in. Oh, that's a, you know what? If you're going to poison someone.
0: Yeah. Like, there you go. Dangle from their ceiling and drip it down a string into their mouth. There you go. That is a tried and true Kate Podcaster's recommendation on That's poisoning. That's right.
1: So I put my stamp of approval on it for <laughs> oh, you'll hit the
0: table for that.
1: Yeah, it's our stamp of approval. Oh, it was only one hand. Got it. Yeah, and it was authoritarian the way I did it. It's yeah. like, oh, boom, I'm not going to do it again. I already did it. Right. Point's been yeah, made. You don't. you don't double
0: stamp that. That's insane. Well, I mean, a double stamp just gives him more authority, really. No, it just wastes more ink. That's fair. That's fair. You only need one if you have true power. And you will if you drip poison down a string.
1: (laughs) Into an Asian man's mouth that we just met in this movie. Yep.
0: (laughs) That's right. The third ninja is going for speed. And wouldn't you know it, Sprito falls out of bed just as he's about to take out speed. Wakes up, sees the ninja, screams bloody murder. Yeah. Everybody wakes up. And Pops is the one who really saves the day here. He's going to fight the ninja. And you see his, his wrestling championship ring.
1: Which is great, because they do so such a good. long zoom on that thing they do, and it's not so long well enough done. to
0: read it, but to know what it is. Oh, you know
1: exactly what it
0: is, <laughs> and then he just goes nuts on this ninja, and like he's spinning him around, and all the ninja stars are flying out of his, <laughs> which is very which good. so good.
1: <laughs> I like how he throws him out the window, yep, and I like how Trixie just walks up and says, "Was that a ninja? more
0: like a nanja. <laughs> more like a ninja, absolutely beautiful, It's embarrassing what they consider ninjas these days. <laughs> <laughs> I love Pops.
1: I love him. I love it. I love the whole Racer family. And Trixie. And Trixie. And Sparky. Sparky's there. Sparky's there. Yeah, he's the mechanic, man.
0: You know he's not related because he has an Australian accent for some reason. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it gets confusing, though, because he does call mom and Pops by their names. Mom and mom Pops. Mom and Pops. Right. <laughs> I'm like, wait, is he one of them? Unknown. The difference in age between these kids
1: is obscene. Well, you have Rex, who is of driving age then you have speed yep. who was a child at the time and we don't see a baby spritle no so we don't know spritle was even around yet right i don't think he was So i don't know because... it could be one of those things of you have john goodman like charge into a bedroom or kick
0: open a door <laughs> hey mom mom <laughs> eight years it's time to oh, do okay. it you think it's only eight i was gonna say 15 years since our last kid i think it's time age <laughs> <laughs> hey, difference is insane
1: well, my,. it mean, <laughs> That's
0: worse. <laughs> so, yeah, Ty Joe's drugged, and he's in no condition to race the next day. So they're like, we got to come up with a plan. Right. And Trixie comes up with a plan. She sure does.
1: We should also say at this point that after the first race, Speed was talking up like race rush. She's like, man, I could race with that guy all day. It's like I've known him my whole life. Oh, like, yeah. I know all of his moves before
0: he even makes them. What's up with that? Crazy. Crazy. You didn't even feel good about that. The reason I don't feel good about it is because I wish I went higher. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't resonant enough for me. Maybe
1: six inches off the table. (laughs) Maybe. I wanted to get it quick instead of doing it right. Realistically, at six inches off the table, you can get around four g-force. I'd say.
0: Yeah, well, that's not. It's not taking into account like centrifugal. (laughs) (laughs) Favro.
1: This whole movie is centrifugal Favroing. Oh yeah. Where like if this were a ride. You just be on the walls. It's like that thing. We're just like strapped up against the wall. And you're like, God damn, Favreau. Just take your knuckles and your heavy hands off of the controls for a hot second. Whoa. And the Wachowski's go, nay, absolutely not.
0: But I'm not By happy. Design. Oh, wait. I am because I'm John Favreau. Literally, yes. I'll, I'll see myself out on that Thank one. Actually. You. <laughs> I'm not proud of it. You don't look proud of it, and I'm happy that you're not. Taijo. Knowing that the mob guys will be coming before his sister, Haruko, dresses up as her and goes to the train. Which is amazing. Which is great. Haruko, played by Yunnan, meanwhile is spotting the racers from the helicopter, which is Trixie's normal spot. Uh-huh. So where's Trixie? She's in the car, bud. She's driving Taisho's car. She sure is. And she's kicking
1: ass. I love the way the Wachowskis did this.
0: This scene is phenomenal. The way they just zoom in and out of the individual racers oh talking to each God, other. God, it's incredible. And that seamless CGI cut. There's a lot of
1: CGI. <laughs> this movie's mostly CGI. Mostly is. We're gonna get there. Generous. Let's get through the plot part of it first. <laughs> the part that's not CGI exactly. is exactly the actors. <laughs> sure, and even that's questionable. I think at a point. But. I love the way that they are zooming in and out of characters yeah. in a single sh- a single take, if you will, right, and
0: man, it just keeps you in the race the whole time. absolutely, it's so cool, such a neat way to do it.
1: This movie's just full of neat things, yeah, like just incredibly neat things for not having a plot or a story for the most part, like a real loose one at least, yeah, this movie does a lot of really special things, yeah, and I agree. it does them better than anything you will ever see on film (laughs) in
0: some cases in some cases yeah there's a we'll get there we'll get there there. trixie speed and racer x pass snake oiler and his team who were in the lead and everything's going just great taijo fights off the goons trying to kidnap his sister and he returns to the race at the halfway point where there are no cameras Right, there's a specific spot where there are no cameras, so all the cars just stop as you do in a race. As you do, yeah, we're racing, so let's stop for a minute so we can, right, so we can switch drivers, so nobody knows that we cheated, like all the cheaters that we're trying like to stop all the cheating.
1: Cheaters, the, the people were on the high ground though,
0: right, right. We're cheating to stop the cheating exactly, which makes it right. It's exactly, Damn it. <laughs> but then instead of just you know getting Taijo into his car and continuing on. We get an intense battle royale. (laughs) We sure do. (laughs) Where a bunch of bad guys show up with guns, and uh, the unarmed family of race car drivers, mechanics, and their monkey defeat the bad guys. They have to fight and their guns, punches, with punches. Yeah. Well, what's cool is like there's like this whole standoff, and just like in the cartoon, we're gonna check off another box. Yeah. Spritel and Chim Chim are in the trunk of the Mach Five. Yeah. And they pop out, and Spritel uses his his slingshot. Sling, thank you. all uses his slingshot. What's amazing about that is Brian had to motion a slingshot
1: for a good five to ten seconds. Yeah, I totally forgot the word. Could not figure out the word. And he's just sitting there pulling his arm back and And letting go. And Dave
0: is such a nice guy that he didn't help at all.
1: No, I wanted you to get there.
0: Yeah, it wasn't going (laughs) to (laughs) happen. He just sat there and watched me.
1: I'm like kicking myself a little bit. (laughs) that I didn't call it something else.
0: Just to see if you would just move on with no, it? No, because then I would have called you an idiot. <laughs> Even yeah. though I couldn't think of the word, i been yeah, like, he's, that's nice. fired it. his lazy boy, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Lazy boy. Anyway. <laughs> it's great. I mean, that is direct from the comics. They're always hiding in the trunk of the Mach 5. They're doing a lot of things They're always that are right out of the comics lazy the boying show. things at the bad Every guys. Every little thing. We'll so. talk about that in a little bit. They beat the bad guys. They sure do. They beat them. They, they do the thing. Everybody. It's a family g- film. Just assume they're always going to win. Right. They all get back into their cars, the, the ones they're supposed to be in, according to the rules. Yep. And then they have to go and they have to pass Snake Oiler and his team again because they stopped in the middle of a race. Yeah,
1: but then they end up crashing Snake Oilers' cars and stuff as they're bumping them around. And, yeah. And then they just cross
0: the finish line and win. Well, let's not forget that at one point Speed goes completely off the track and luckily has spike tires that yeah. don't pop his wheels. No. They just make him climbs
1: up a mountain, a, and the, an icy and mountain. And the announcer's like, "Oh my God, he's going up the side of a cliff,
0: speed racer! What clearly, a clearly, clearly not cheating. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's all fine. It's great. We should mention they have to go through this this ice tunnel where you know his brother died. <laughs> yeah, and I like how there's like a bit
1: of tension there until they just go through yeah they're just like yeah it looks incredible it's super the cool because it's
0: it. this round tunnel they're just like on a ceiling and they're doing all sorts of crazy stuff and also
1: stuff. The Wachowskis made the choice to kind of delay the lights if you will oh yeah so that looks like they kind of have a laser like effect behind them it's and very the neat the colors really start to kick in the high colors, gear colors duke oh my goodness this movie is well directed so good <laughs> and then team Togo wins the race I like how it's just like that they won a best of two and they split Technically, but I guess because the other guy's got a DNF,
0: that uh, I, I guess give it to the the goodies, the good boys. Well, I mean, they got across the finish line first. I think that's the whole yeah, point. But the right? day before, well, yeah, did. that's just the first leg. It doesn't count. That's just so they could start at the beginning at the the next leg. Okay. Yeah. Tour de France rules. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how most races work, right? Whoever crosses the finish line at the end is the winner. Yeah, I think what bothers me is like, did the snake oiler team get like
1: a head start the day before? Like, the amount of time. This is the part that worries me.
0: Yeah, I think so. I, the, I need the rules. Well, I Explain don't know that me. it's a head start so much as they just get to start first. Like, they're the they front of the pack. They won full,
1: deadly race to get pole position for the next day.
0: I mean, it's a two-leg race, so they won the first leg.
1: But then these guys won the second leg. What I'm saying is that They won the second be... and
0: third leg. What was the third? The third leg was the ice. The second leg was whatever happened before they got to the the, the cavern there.
1: Oh, you're right. Yeah. Okay. You're right. It all feels like that. It's only a second. Like that's why I only remember two finishes.
0: It's because the the second and third like were the same day, so it, it they kind of just rushed through it.
1: Okay, it's you know what this movie doesn't rush many things, so <laughs> that's weird. Maybe that's where I'm getting thrown off. I don't this movie's know. movie's two hours fifteen minutes long. Oh, and it feels like
0: it. Sure does. In the aftermath of the race, it becomes apparent that Taijo is only trying to affect his father's stock price. So he's doing the same thing they're trying to stop the other assholes from doing. And he's just making his family more money when they sell Royalton, their company.
1: Right. And I like how Speed's so angry that he just goes driving on a track with his
0: lights on. I got to go race about this.
1: And then, of course, Racer X is right there with him. Racer racing Rex. about it, too.
0: Yeah. So they're racing angry together. They're angry racing kind of each other, but like not really. But also, yes. Uh-huh. Speed's going to decide to finally confront Racer X. And he's like, hey. Are you actually my brother? You know,
1: it, the one who who died in the fiery fire explosion that General
0: McJournalstein told me about. Like, you might be my brother. Like, all <laughs> signs are late. You showed up, like, a couple of years after my brother died, and then uh, your driving style is, like, exactly the same. You came to this track, which is the one that me and my brother used to race on, and, like, how would you even know about it? Yeah, there's only three tracks in this entire movie, but why would you
1: come to one of the three? Right. Ask yourself some questions here, Racer X. Yeah, Racer
0: X, what's the deal with that? And Racer X takes off his mask and he reveals his identity speed he's matthew fox he sure is that's that is that is not scott porter it is not scott porter it is matthew fox and at this point in the movie yeah. i was like did they play me they played me how about it we'll get there speed sees the mysterious driver doesn't resemble his brother and he's like all right well fuck me <laughs>
1: It was a weird thought.
0: You're right. He would be like a dark man at this point, just burn beyond recognition,
1: stealing faces <laughs> off people. <laughs> but this is a PG movie and we couldn't do it. Right. And now I want Bruce Campbell to be Racer X. And oh. now I'm very upset with Wachowskis. Oh, And suddenly amazing. I hate this movie.
0: It's funny because there were a lot of people, because this movie was in development hell forever. Forever. And there were a lot of people attached to it at different times. I never saw Bruce Campbell as Racer X, but some of the names I did see, Henry Rollins, and ninety five was attached. Well, oh, that's not bad. All right, it's pretty good. But after that, Nick Cage as Racer X. <laughs> Vince Vaughn tried in two thousand four to revive the project, and he wanted to be Racer X and producer. I would have hated that. That would have been a thing. Let me ask
1: you a quick question, there, pops. Is uh, are your cars built for speed or comfort? Huh? Huh? You <laughs> old sailor, are you.
0: <laughs> Nailed it. Crushed it. That's exactly what the movie would be. And then the last one Fuck, I saw. I want that movie too. For Racer X was Keanu Reeves. <laughs>
1: Of course it was, Wachowskis. That checks out. Yeah. I know left turn.
0: <laughs> I know left turn. That's amazing. That's perfect. Keep that in mind.
1: I want them to remake this movie the same way. Yeah. And just put all these other actors in it.
0: Well, some of the other actors yes. for Speed Racer. Okay. Johnny Depp in 95 when it was first being. Th- I, so it not want that. Henry, yeah. Henry Rollins and Johnny Depp in the 95 not version. I don't like that at all. Uh, more recently, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I hate it. Shia LaBeouf. Hate it more. And Zach Efron. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with Zach for sure. A Zach Efron, Keanu Reeves version of this movie would be interesting. <laughs> it's a weird buddy movie at that point,
1: and I'm for it. Oh, yeah. And I do think Emil Hirsch is almost perfect.
0: He does a great job.
1: I think my favorite thing about Emil Hirsch is that he gets the subtleties right. Yeah. Where when he's driving, you hear the,
0: oh, huh. Exactly, Whoa. yes.
1: Oh. Huh. huh? Like the weird little noises that you would make in some sort of like manga or something like that. Exactly. And he nails it. Yeah.
0: Well done, Emil.
1: He did a good job. He did. I don't really care for his acting most of the time. I do not find him interesting to look at. He's fine. I don't think his choices are very good. He's a good. tiny he makes, man. <laughs> uh, not a big fan. Yeah. And I think he's perfect here because there's not much to do.
0: That's totally fair. Oh. 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 Wow. <laughs> Back at home. It looks like Speed's about to leave the same way that Rex did. has
1: got to pull Rex. He's, he's, got, he's packing in the same room. Yeah. At the same camera angle. So we're like, oh, man.
0: I got to get out Never of here. I've seen this before. So I this can... is
1: the Wachowski's packing angles. Oh, man.
0: <laughs> Everybody knows about the Wachowski packing angles. Everybody. This guy's about to leave home yeah. to do stuff to save his family. Right. And as he's walking out, Pop stops him, and they have a heart-to-heart. And Pop's is like, hey, I hate how I drove Rex away all those years ago. And I feel like I'm in danger of doing the same thing now. And I just want you to know that once you leave that door, it's always open for you. You can come back anytime.
1: John Goodman is a really good actor. Oh, God. Lightly, he's so good. Because, man, does this all land. This moment is like, wow. It's absolutely beautiful. He's like, it's your choice. Exactly. You have to
0: live your life. And I understand. I understand that. that yeah. Oh, so good. Man, he's good. Speed understands Pop's concern about him leaving the family and doing the thing on his own because of what happened to his brother. Yeah, he
1: briefly emotes. He says, "Ah, oh, I'm just so confused. Like, <laughs> thank you for telling us. Good,
0: Good, <laughs> good. You know what they say. Tell, don't show. Exactly. The moment is interrupted, though, because Haruko arrives. And Haruko expresses regret for her brother and father's actions and presents Speed with an invitation to the Grand Prix. She says
1: that, Taisha was never going to go anyway. No. So you might as
0: well have this. Right. The rules state that any member of the winning team can use the invitation for the race. Exactly. So it's totally legal. Show up. You're in the race.
1: Grand Prix is the cat's meow
0: yeah. of racing. It's also the most rigged of the races. It's so Absolutely correct. Should be interesting. Reinvigorated the racer family and Trixie work around the clock to build a new car. The Mach 6.
1: And I love how. Everybody in the family is contributing. Oh yeah, like you see Susan Sarandon welding at a point. Sure do. Didn't know I needed that in my life. I had no and idea. I'm very
0: for it. But I was like, that was awesome. Chim Chim's doing stuff too. Like, yeah, he's doing monkey stuff. How? But he's not monkeying around. Not monk. No. Famous. No time not for monkey business. Around. Exactly. Everybody's helping. Yeah, and they get the car together in 31 hours. How about that? Because, you know, the the bad guy his his factory could do a full car in 33 hours. So we had, we had to beat it. We did it. They show up just before the start of the race. Royalton is incensed over Speed's entry. He's like, how is this even legal? Oh, this
1: entry is very good because it's one of those things where there's something clearly amiss within the
0: crowd. Yes, and the announcers are like, like, uh, hey, crowd,
1: you're not going to fucking believe this. Speed racers (laughs) joined. A new challenger approaches. And I like how the announcer's like, this is unbelievable. This is unprecedented. The arrival of Speed Racer completely changes dynamic. Mostly because he's the only one who's not cheating. He's he's a wild card. He's a wild he's card. He's going to cut the brake lines. Wild card, bitches. <laughs> and I like how Speed Racer has the cowboy hat on as he walks up. <laughs> I like how it's always sunny. Use that as inspiration for yeah. the wild card episode yeah. later. With that, it's good. I appreciate whenever people can reference things.
0: Yeah, like when Real Life was referencing that episode of Always Sunny. Exactly. And everybody was like getting barrels of, of gas. And bags.
1: And bags of gas. I'm convinced that the ginger skull Dave Novak is the reason why they had to put out a thing saying, hey, don't put gasoline in bags. It's because that asshole buys everything in bags, as he said <laughs> in our, cat, our, our Catwoman episode. <laughs> he did say that. It
0: is his fault. I knew it.
1: But yeah, the arrival of Speed Racer is a, this huge thing. It's a big deal. And I like how Royalton is passing along like- take him out
0: yeah take him out a million dollars to whoever driver takes him out that's a lot of money a lot of racers too a lot of or racers
1: acting under orders so yeah. you know
0: speed's in trouble speed's in trouble throughout the race speed manages to dodge just about everything that's thrown at him and he is just driving his pants off <laughs> yep <laughs> he finally runs into trouble when he goes up head to head against cannonball taylor this i'm gonna call it a fight scene it basically I is think that's what
1: it is absolutely the way that this is shot is so frenetic but so controlled at the same time. Yes. There's so much action and it's told so well. You never lose track of of what's which happening. Which is just impressive. Next level. Like whenever you do an action scene, it's incredibly hard to keep the geography yeah. alive of where you are because yeah, you have to keep your camera angles facing certain ways. You have to keep your cuts certain styles because right. you don't want your guy running left to right then left to uh, right to left because it takes you right out of it. Exactly. But when you're doing that on a track
0: with loop de loops with loop
1: de loops <laughs> and things like that and the fact that you never get confused as to where you are and nothing feels like it shouldn't belong. Right. That is a magic trick.
0: It's phenomenal. It's The Wachowskis very well done.
1: are unbelievable filmmakers. They showed it with the Matrix. Yep. And this here is just showing off at this point.
0: Yeah, this is like a master class. This is
1: two hours, fifteen minutes of showing off.
0: Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Cannonball uses a secret weapon called a spear hook. It's very illegal. It's super illegal. It's something they've been developing in their factory that actually Spritel and Chimchim found out about when they were on their adventure with the uh, the candy. Right. I never told anybody hey, about. For some reason,
1: <laughs> even though Spiral knows
0: exactly, it's like that's a spear. That's hook. a spear hook.
1: What it is, it's a device that comes out, it shoots across the other car and hooks underneath. So now right. you are
0: just with it. You two, those two cars are now connected. Exactly. Yeah. So Speed's car is locked onto Cannonball's car, and it's almost causing them to wipe out at every turn. But Cannonball really in control of the of the situation and crashing Speed's car all over the place. Right. At the last second, Speed manages to jump the two entangled cars together. Revealing the illegal spear hook to the race cameras. Which Very is a neat. Brilliant move. Uh-huh. Immediately the announcers like, That's a spear hook. And all of a sudden, Royalton is just disqualified. All of his drivers are out. Right. They pretty much treat like, him
1: like Will Patton and remember the Titans. Of just
0: like, <laughs> you just lost yourself the Hall of Fame. You lost yourself the Hall of Fame. And probably a lot of investors, your company's gonna go under. Uh huh. Hope it was worth it, bud. <laughs> Speed is free from the spear hook, but now the Mach Six refuses to start. And sure just does. Sitting on the track and like ah, I won't That's start. That's worse than having a spear hook in you, right? Because now you're just like, what do I do? My car's stopped. What you do in is the race? You pull a Ricky
1: Bobby. Yep, and you, and you just start running, running through the finish line.
0: That I don't know if that was an option for him. These cars are a lot faster than Ricky Bobby's car. That's a good point, actually. John Goodman knows what's wrong with a car. And he's like, oh, he's just got to put it in fifth, and then he'll be fine. And Susan Sarandon's like, does, does he know does that? Does he know that? Is there any way we could tell him? <laughs> does Sparky know that? Because Sparky's <laughs> on the radio with him. Right. So Speed concentrates. He closes his eyes, and he listens to the card to find out what he needs. That's right. And it says,
1: Shorty had them apple-bottom jeans. Boots <laughs> with, with, with the, the, boots, fur. the fur. The whole club was looking at her. She hit the flow. Next thing you know, Shorty got low, 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 low. low, low. The 2008 uh, Billboard Top 100. That was the number one. Huh. So I have to imagine that was absolutely what the car
0: was saying. 100% that's what the car was saying. <laughs> that's so
1: good. Uh, bleeding Love, Leona Lewis was next. <laughs> no one from Alicia Keys. Lollipop, uh, Lil Wayne featuring Static Major, of course. Apologize, Timbaland like featuring One More Public. Yeah, all of these. Oh, Tonight. man. It's a year. Chris Brown showed up twice. Oh, oh no. Yeah, With with you and forever.
0: With you is a good song.
1: Yeah. He knocked it, knocked them both out. Uh, all right. Moving on from Chris <laughs> Brown. <laughs> Immediately. I remember the first beer I ever made, like a homebrew type thing. Yeah. Brown ale. And we called it Chris Brown's Knockout Ale. That's in poor taste. Uh-huh. So it was the beer. And it was like Hey-o! way too soon. One of those. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like a Zach Braff Garden State. Besides that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the show? How was the, Yeah. Like that type, not to that extent. On it, Chris Brown and Abraham Lincoln shouldn't be compared.
0: No, not ever. at all, ever.
1: That's. <laughs>
0: but here we are, and yet,
1: <laughs> should have got low, 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 low,
0: low, low. Yeah, and with that, uh, the car starts right up. <laughs> of course it does, because
1: it's because like it's like apple bottom jeans, low and featuring T Pain. Oh, okay, vroom vroom, you motherfucker. Understand Let's race me.
0: <laughs> Speed takes off And he's basically unstoppable now Yeah He's like He's driven Not like Sly Stallone uh, <laughs> I'm not Not proud of that one As you shouldn't be
1: But I like how I mean Everyone's trying to stop him still But now it's just not even But now it's a contest. like Contest It's get over Get out of here This thing's over Speed's on another level He is just cruising through everybody Dodging all these attacks In this absolutely Ridiculous fashion Insanity And this movie, which has already been just colors on colors on colors, has somehow discovered new colors. And somehow Speed is racing towards that finish line. There's no one around him at this point. Nope. And I love how you get these quick little moments of showing just his dad being proud of him, his mom being proud of him, his brother talking about, hey, you're going to do great one day.
0: Trixie. And it's
1: like everything is just adding up
0: he's having those that that like that dying montage life flash before your eyes kind of moment exactly
1: because he's about to win the grand prix he is and i like how he has two more cars kind of trying to stop him and it doesn't work and there's a big crash that happens huge crash and it ends in a crazy tunnel of finish line red and white checkers and this movie just it notches it up not even 11 not even 12 13 14 like, we go to, like, a full 20. Yeah, it's insane. Because uh, everything is added up to this point. Right. And this movie just explodes in front of you. Exa- and there's confetti. It, which is yes, part of the
0: explosion. Of course. Yeah. The lesser
1: part, Brian, <laughs> but yes. <laughs> I like the confetti. And Brian's the type of guy who falls for the, the missing thumb trick still.
0: And <laughs> it shows. <laughs> the ending How of this movie you.
1: is... Phenomenal. It
0: is such a it's like a release. It's like it it's really building is building tension and building and building and building, and then finally it's like, and he fucking wins. He doesn't even just win, he like defeats so many things Hell that yeah. we didn't even know existed right. in this movie. Right. Because
1: realistically, this movie is about family coming together. Yes. It's about this unit named Racer that is doing just
0: <laughs> that. Unit named Racer. That sounds like a, like a bad the, sitcom the porn parody what like, just No, stop it! I like this movie. <laughs>
1: uh <laughs> i am a little curious because <laughs> about that because i can imagine that in the porn parody of this unit name racer is at the end of it it's like trixie how you feeling ten four ready for more
0: yeah all
1: right which is uh, a line that she has <laughs> sure is <laughs> i like how there's like 10 people listening to this who saw this movie who are just like That's hysterical. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate that joke. The movie explodes. Yes. He wins the Grand
0: Prix. There's confetti.
1: There's confetti, (laughs) yes, Brian, there's confetti.
0: (laughs) Inspector Detector watches the celebration with Racer X, because they're watching the race, because why wouldn't they be? Inspector Director's like, hey, Racer X, do you regret your decision? Would you rather be down there with your family? I'm not hitting the table. Stop looking at me like I'm going to hit the table. Dun, I'm not. Done. Done. I like out how we see a flashback. It's
1: exactly. He blew up his car sure in the did. ice tunnel. He faked his death. And then he got surgery. Plastic to fix his surgery. Face to, <laughs> to
0: become a Matthew Fox. Rearrange his face and,
1: yep, changed his identity. And to- that is so cartoon. No, oh, it is. That it just puts the it fucking is. cherry on top.
0: It's so good.
1: And I like how Matthew Fox is like, no.
0: No. I'm good. No. I like how like a second ago you we were like, it's about like family coming together, except that one guy who's gonna go, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> I changed my face so I don't look anything like John Goodman. What? I, I can't go well, nah. did I before? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> I'd argue that Matthew Fox might look more like John Goodman than Scott Porter.
1: It's not a crazy casting to have Matthew Fox and Scott Porter. There's enough. There's enough.
0: Like, I believe plastic surgery could get them there.
1: Different people, they're yeah, definitely. But I mean, the whole movie sets you up to go like, "That's his fucking brother." I, I mean, There's halfway not even through, a doubt about it. you. Turned me said like, "That's his brother, right?" And I went, "You just wait," because me and you watched this one together. It wasn't
0: even that. I Favreau saluted my own lap. Yeah, that's fair too. And you were like, "What are you thinking?" I'm like, well, I mean, they're not even hiding that that's his fucking brother." But then the twist. <laughs> but then the twist. And but I was then like, the ultimate twist at the end. You're like, you could not have seen that coming. I was like, I was like, how dare you! Humor me when it's actually a Matthew Fox, you son of a bitch. I sat there in silence until the final reveal, and I was like, no, I was right. I was fucking right. Of course you are right. This movie's not hiding anything. There is nothing subtle in this movie, Brian. That's true. And then we do the fastest race of the movie, and it's from the finish line of the race to the end of the movie. Yep. Uh, in the aftermath of speeds when... Taijo reveals that Royalton's secrets, they're all true. He's like, yeah, I actually, you know what? I will reveal the secrets. Why not? Yeah, sure. And then uh, Royalton's sent to jail, and the judge delivers the final verdict. Cheaters never win.
1: Yeah, and then Trixie and uh, the speedster... They have a kiss on the
0: finish line while they drink milk. Right. That's what they do. Just like he, she said she wanted from him in that one scene earlier. Right. Like, Someday, you kiss me in front but of all these people. they do that, and
1: Spraddle's like, hey.
0: Mr. Famous Racer. Stops the movie. He does.
1: Hard stop with the monkey, and he says, don't watch this if you don't like cooties. It's so good. It's like, it's one of those things of you have this perfect emotional climax here, yeah. and I like how you don't forget what this movie is. And they
0: just, they, they legit- Masterful record. Filmmaking.
1: Uh-huh. And even the monkey, Chim Chim's covering his eyes. Yeah. Like, that is just a masterstroke. stroke yeah. to not I'll let you forget what this movie self-awareness is. Self-awareness to the max. It's brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. But that's it. That's it. That is Speed Racer from 2008, directed by the Wachowskis. Brian- yeah. I unabashedly love this movie. I know you do. This has such a weird sweet spot like in my heart. It's one of those that I go back to often because I think it looks like nothing else. That's Even true. Even today, it looks like nothing else. The closest I think you're going to get to what this looks like is Tron. Okay, like, yeah. Like that type of clearly fictitious world yeah. that you're living in. Yeah. This film is not supposed to look realistic in any sense and I think that right there is how you should look at this movie.
0: Right. It's a live action animation movie. Which is incredible. Yeah. But it's also mostly CGI. The backgrounds so are mostly CGI. Action? The
1: cars are mostly CGI. The actors are realistically like the only things that are real.
0: Yeah. And occasionally a set. Occasionally a set. And you can tell when one of the sets are real. And that's a thing that's like, yeah.
1: It's showing off. I think this movie is showing off. Yeah. Pretty much start to finish. What the Wachowskis can do, because with The Matrix, obviously, I mean that was they're a flex put on, on such own, a, yeah. a, a pedestal, because they broke every rule of filmmaking right. and ushered in an entirely
0: new age yeah. to what we can do. And then they forgot what lighting was.
1: I don't know if it was that. I think that WB <laughs> said, middle fingers up in the air, pew, 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 pew. pew. I'm doing gunshots with middle fingers here. <laughs> Fuck you.
0: Give me that money. Welcome to cash grab. Like one of those things. <laughs> I'm talking about this movie. The lighting in this is, we'll get there. Uh, We'll get there, and I'm going to
1: fight you. Okay. I want you to be prepared for that fight. Uh, I say, bring it on. What's crazy about this movie is the people who have seen it really like this movie. Most of them. Yeah. This movie is a flop.
0: Oh, absolutely. By all
1: standards. It costs $120 million to make. It only made back ninety-three million. This is that's, a yeah. major flop.
0: Yeah. Warner Brothers has said that they're they're hopeful that they make most of that money back, the difference, at least in uh in merchandising. So Okay. They made a bunch of merchandising deals. They sold a ton of toys. I mean Speed Racer, it's always gonna sell. Exactly. And that's fine.
1: But I just feel like the people who have seen this movie really like this movie. Not the people who have seen it for like maybe the first time, but yeah. possibly like the second or third. Like when you really start to appreciate what's going on there. You watched it with Clean eyes, fresh eyes here.
0: Yes. It's a lot to take in. It's a lot. I mean, that is probably overwhelming. Actually, probably the best way to describe this movie is it's a lot. But producer of this
1: episode, Jeff Miners, he said this movie's top 15, maybe top 10 movie for him. Oh, wow. I wouldn't put it that high for me, but it is not far behind that. All right. Which is insane. It's very high. He said he saw this in theaters and what an experience. I love this movie so much. This would get a super stuff score of 10 from me. Jeff, I think that's a bit low, bud.
0: I think it's a bit high,
1: so. (laughs) He said it's a perfect movie just because of the movie and what the anime means to him. Okay. And the anime has been around for a very long time. Since
0: the 60s. It's very valid.
1: On Rotten Tomatoes, what do you think this thing has? Oh. This one is proper tricky. 50. 41. Okay. Out of 217 reviews. Yeah. Audience score 60. Okay. So it's higher, but- But like you said,
0: everybody who's seen it loves it. Everybody who's seen
1: it, it loves it. <laughs> 40, Every- 41%. Buddy. Second, third
0: viewing. Oh, uh, okay. Those
1: are only first viewers. Right.
0: Those goddamn uh, clowns. Filthy casuals only watching a movie once and deciding if we, they like it. We call them cashes in the Speed Racer <laughs> world, but you're a cash. That's true.
1: <laughs> I've only watched it one and a half times. Exactly. Roger Ebert did not see this movie. Oh. I think it premiered at some festival, and he sent one of his broogs there to go see it. Jim Emerson. (laughs) Broogs. Jim Emerson gave this thing one and a half out of four. Okay. He said, Speed Racer is a manufactured widget, a packaged commodity that capitalizes on an anthropomorphized cartoon of capitalist evil in order to sell itself and its ancillary products.
0: When that started, I was going to disagree with him, but by the end, he kind of got me because- in the, in the end, yes, of course, they're trying to sell their products. Interesting. But, but the whole movie is about selling
1: its product, which is racing. Right. So I do think he missed the mark completely. And also, he doesn't bring anything about the filmmaking. Right.
0: Oh, yeah. And that is like nothing.
1: Hard stop. This that's movie's about next selling level. toys, but it's not even close to that. Agree to disagree. Okay. <laughs> Other people who saw this movie, Peter Bradshaw. Of the Guardian, you have to be 12 to like it, and I have to say there is little or nothing here to remind us why we were all quite so excited about the Matrix.
0: False, that it's all false. Starting with you have to be 12 to enjoy it. I disagree with that. I'm also 12 at heart, though. That's very, very fair. Ray for Guzman from Newsday, he says,
1: against all odds, it succeeds. Okay, making a spectacularly strange viewing experience.
0: I agree with that. Very strange. It is very
1: strange, in the best possible And spectacularly way. so. Absolutely. And Richard Roper, ah. from Ebert and Roper at the time. Oh, that guy. He said, I love the look and the style and the spirit of this film. The spirit
0: is important. The spirit's the whole movie. That, exactly. The, the feeling you get at the end of this movie, when like everything comes together, and you're like, oh, it's such a feel-good movie.
1: It is, but- you don't get that feeling from nothing happening leading up to that. Right. Like the setup has to happen. Oh, yeah, of course. In order to make that work, and man, does it pay off. It sure does. But there's a bunch of royaltons <laughs> on Amazon.com, <laughs> unfortunately. This movie is a 4.6 out of 5. 2,600 reviews. 79% are 5-star, 2% are 1-star.
0: That's a low amount of 5-star. Yeah, it's
1: a high amount of 1-star, but there's not a lot of reviews, so I was pretty happy not to have to
0: sift through this. Oh, yeah, naturally.
1: I got a few for you. The first one I have is from November 16th, 2017. This movie is like a love letter to the Speed Racer anime. If that love letter was written by a psychopathic murderer (laughs) to their dismembered victim. What? Speaking of victims, I feel like one after trying to choke down this abomination. As a lifelong fan of the franchise, I still get chills when I hear the theme music and the sound of the Mach 5 gunning its engine. So I am doubly annoyed that Hollywood got a hold of another one of my childhood favorites and performed this colostomy of a movie. Wow. How this film was ever allowed to be seen publicly simply mystifies me. (laughs) Wachowski sisters, you have entertained me with your other creations, but you must answer for this crime. Wow.
0: That's that's serious. That is serious. That person went in, and I don't know if they made any salient points. They were just like, it's awful. It's so bad. I don't know what they were. I mean, I get what they're getting at. The tone of it was just
1: negative. I get that. One thing I do appreciate is the Wachowski sisters. Yeah. I mean, this is a very famous transition that the, the Wachowski brothers took right. to become just the Wachowskis in general. And I absolutely love how accepting most people are of this. Absolutely. This is one of the more accepted transitions, as as it should be. It's their fucking lives. Exactly. Like, who gives a damn?
0: Exactly. But this guy hated
1: the movie so much, and he still had the respect for the Wachowskis,
0: and I love that. That's good. That's good stuff. If you have to put a button on it. Yeah. Good on your review. Even the people who hate the movie (laughs) respect the creators. To a point, because
1: from November 10th, 2017, this person says, Terrible. The physics are just so bad I can't even watch. Well, that's <laughs> silly. It's like if you watch like a Roadrunner and <laughs> Wile E. Coyote cartoon, you're like, gosh darn it. That's just not how this works. The I've, physics are just so off on this. I've fallen off cliffs before. There's no hover time. You do not hover at all.
0: Uh, I, being upset about the physics in this movie is like, I don't even, I was trying to think of something clever and I just didn't have the time.
1: Because the physics didn't work in your favor there. Exactly. Unreal. Completely checks out in my mind, now that you put it that way. Yeah. (laughs) And the last one I have is from September 24th, 2018. Title, A Dizzying Swirl of Neon Lights and Motion Blur, I Need to Lie Down. Review. The Wachowskis pull off every green screen trick in the book for this glowing block of candy-colored nostalgia Mm -hmm. draped in the wallpaper of a classic 60s anime. The whole thing functions more like an experiment than a film, a proof of concept gone bad. Staffed by several well-regarded stars that somehow grinds on for 135 minutes. (laughs) It's like sharing a daydream with a hyperactive six-year-old on a sugar rush. There's so much going on at any given time. So many violent splashes of jagged colors and wildly animated background details that a complete viewing can feel downright
0: exhausting. That is a well-written review. Also... He nailed it, and it's a hundred percent accurate. I don't know if it's one star worthy, but it's an accurate review. He
1: described what you definitely could write for one star or five star, in my mind. Yeah, because like you definitely understand what this movie is. This person got it one hundred percent. It just wasn't it. for them. Exactly, and that's okay. Yeah, and this movie isn't for everybody. No, this is far from it. A very overwhelming movie to watch. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. That's your one stars. And with that, let's give this thing a super stuff score.
0: We're not going to do that, and
1: you know it. And now for another edition
0: of the Cape Podcasters
1: Theater!
0: Oh. For this week's Cape Podcasters Theater, Keaton Patty forced a bot to watch a thousand hours of matrix movies oh my god and asked it to write a matrix movie of its own here's how long the first have you going been waiting page. for this one uh not really that long <laughs> okay the thing is these are getting harder and harder to connect yeah so this is almost like i feel like maybe this should be the unofficial semi-retirement of the kate podcasters theater okay like it'll definitely come back when it's most appropriate but like it's not gonna be a weekly thing after this fair enough for sure because they're, they're just getting very difficult, but this one's kind of lined up because we hadn't done the Matrix one, and yeah, we have Chowskis. So Who am I I'll playing? be doing am I, playing? am I playing? I'm doing the narration in Neo. You're going to be doing the parts of Morpheus and Agent Smith. Oh, perfect casting. Good job. <laughs> so here we go: Matrix movie. Interior, perhaps Internet. <laughs> in a karate house, Morpheus, Kung Fu's Neo. they both are. You thought technology was good. In reality, it
1: is bad. And reality is not reality. Reality is computers. I know
0: sunglasses. (laughs) Yes, you do. (laughs) Morpheus chops at Neo, but Neo makes time lazier, allowing him to dodge with a backbend. Morpheus becomes a pharmacy. You are the number one? Two pills. One red, one blue. One you take and learn guns. The other is blue. Neo eats the red pill. Morpheus smiles. He wanted blue pill for self. (laughs) It gives him more leather clothing. A phone rings. Phone is how we get out of things. Because wires. Yes, I'll answer it. Neo must walk to phone on the wall due to matrix rules. He reaches but is grabbed by Agent Smith, computer policeman. That call is for a program, human. Humans are batteries without power. Neo, become an architect! Neo frees his mind, learning architecture. He builds a nice-looking building using only architecture. Things are green. Very nice looking. It probably includes many good files. Being computer, Agent Smith must search for files. While he searches, Neo shoots bullets into Agent Smith's <laughs> chest inbox. Arg dead. I'll be another guy. Agent Smith dies and becomes a new guy who is two white twins. Computers!
1: Were they worth all this philosophy? I think maybe. <laughs> Sorry that that's my Morpheus. Yeah, it's really hard to do a Lawrence Fishburne, and I just would rather not.
0: Yeah, it's fair. Also, a, a Lawrence Fishburne impression and a and an Agent Smith impression are gonna be very similar. Uh, to a point. To a point. <laughs> I can understand it.
1: Uh, you you bail pretty hard whenever you do a Morpheus. I think I think it's just safer. <laughs> yeah, to a you know, as two white twins, me. <laughs>
0: Get out while you can. <laughs> That's totally fair. I understand. And now, do we do the super stuff score? Yeah, let's give this thing a super stuff score. Brian. Yeah. I never tell you this going in. I know. I'm coming in hard. I bet you are. Because I think you're worried about how I'm going to come in. I am. I don't think you need to be too worried. I don't care. Okay. It's not
1: going to change the hardness of my coming in.
0: Do you know what that means I have to do, though? Balance? I have to balance. I get that everything must be balanced. I get it. As Again, all things should be. I'm coming hard. Okay. I'm gonna have to stop you. Uh huh. Story and motivation. It's not great. <laughs> He's coming <laughs> hard.
1: <laughs> uh it's realistically about the world being run through let's just call it Wall Street for the right. most part. Yeah. And racism kind ra- of ra- dictates ra- how Wall Street is, so money is gained and lost
0: and on the track. That, exactly. Somehow.
1: Somehow more stakes than Fast and the Furious, the first one.
0: <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and uh, and this 18 year old race car driver is the one who's going to put a stop to it. That's right. Oh. Huh? Huh? Emil Hirsch <laughs> is going to bring down the financial industry. I with like his racing.
1: The story because I like the villain more than anything. Okay. Well, that's a different category. It is, but so. it is all one and the same as well because Speed yeah. is racing because he has this feeling that he has to do what's right. I understand. I'm talking about the hero. Yep. But at the same time, the villain doesn't even hide the fact of what this story is, of what's going on here. Everything's rigged. Everything is rigged. Going and to new everybody knows levels it. to show how rigged it is. Yeah. So I do think the story's pretty good, and it does make the ending
0: work. It it does have a very satisfying ending. I'm for gonna go point
1: sure. seven five. I'm I gonna pull you down to point five. High. Yeah, I'll go point five. Okay. That's called salesmanship.
0: Yeah. Well, I, jokes on you. <laughs> I was gonna start at point five. Hero. Bom, 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 bom. Yeah, he's a uh, he's a little he's a boy who goes wow oh drives very fast really good at driving he's very good at driving it cannot be understated how good
1: at driving he is
0: he's a very good driver and so good in fact at the end of this movie that you're like why didn't he drive like that the whole movie
1: because he wasn't angry enough he didn't have the emotion yeah he has to feel he's got to talk
0: to the car right
1: you got to get low 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 low, low, low. <laughs>
0: Uh yeah. I mean, he saves the day? He does. More so by showing that The camera, the Exactly. The spear hook. More yeah, by proving that Royalton is cheating, he wins more than by actually winning the race. I don't know if it's
1: that because yeah, that took down the major corporation of it. Yeah. But this movie was never about that. That is kind of on the back burner. This movie is about family and about <laughs> That's overcoming. That's true. That's true. And a family winning. Right. Doing what they think is
0: right. Yeah. And a family
1: that just loves racing, doing it the right way. Yeah. And that's how he won, was the right way. Was the
0: right way, by being the one guy, not cheating. By being the fastest. And by being the fastest. That's, yeah.
1: I'm going to go. That's bold. My face has now gone from .5 to .75 to 1 to .75. (laughs) I'm going to go 1. Because he wears the shit out of that costume with the M on his helmet. And that
0: Mach five. Here's the it's for me, it's the scarf. And when he's wearing the scarf with the blue shirt and the that, red scarf.
1: That, the what's it called? The cross country race. Yeah. And he's got the blue kind yeah. of polo on man. And he sells and it. it. And I don't think I
0: don't think any other actor could have pulled off that that look other than Emil Hirsch, because he's a tiny man. Say it. So I'm gonna say, say, say 0.75. I'll take it. Because <laughs> yes, very good on all of that, but also there's a lot missing from this character. I, I actually- Like development. Of all of the characters in this movie, I think he might be the least developed. Trixie, but we'll get there. Fair. Villains. I love him.
1: I think Royalton's fantastic. Royalton is so good. I think good. Roger Allum acts the shit out of this role. Absolutely he does. I cannot take that from him. He is just so menacing and conniving.
0: Conniving is the exact word oh I was my thinking. Oh God, he's good. I will go proper one. I agree with that. I will absolutely meet your one here. Parents. I'm going to start at one. That doesn't make sense. Oh, I was looking
1: at him as characters. They're both very mm. alive. I'm They're gonna start super at zero. alive.
0: And I think we're going to end it at zero. Son of a
1: bitch. I wish that this wasn't a life or death situation. <laughs> it was like a character actual thing. Yeah, the parents are Son wonderful. Son of a bitch. Which automatically Our own it arbitrary it rules got us again. <laughs>
0: Uh, they are wonderful parents. I love them. The worst part about them is that they're alive. That is the worst part about them. Is not it? damn it, female characters.
1: Trixie's there.
0: Trixie's there. She gets her hands dirty though. She does. She gets in that race and she she holds her own. She kicks ass. She does. It's her plan, and, and she's also spotting from the top. Yep. And uh, and she's building a car. Susan Serendin Wells welds with a D, not right. Wells. She doesn't like <laughs> fall into a well, but she welds. And she's a great mom. She's a great mom. She makes delicious pancakes that even the bad guys are like. These are
1: fantastic. I am going to go 0.75. I do not think it gets to a 1 because
0: I don't think it's, no. they're
1: developed enough.
0: I agree with that. But I like that they just they gave them roles. This movie does a lot of that. Like half the racers in this movie are are people of color or women and it's just played for this is who they are. There's no like. Well, most of the characters in this are just, this is who they are. Exactly. Which is
1: weird because whenever I watch a movie, I start a character and build out. Yeah. And this movie doesn't really let you do that. Right. Which is such a backwards way of me watching a movie. And I think that might be why I appreciate this thing. Yeah. I always start at the character because if you can't relate to the character, then there's nothing the to point? get into. There's nothing exactly. that's going to actually draw you in. You can't just watch a movie for like action scenes or something like that. It doesn't right. work that way.
0: Right. Which is why Tintin fell so flat. Exactly, but I think that this movie—it's really just world building. It's a lot of world building, but I like that the the world that they're building is inclusive, and that says something because in animation it doesn't have to be. You're right. I'm going to go one. I don't know what that has to do with female characters. Oh no, I in thought you get away with something there. Yeah, no, it was cute. Okay, I'm going to go 0.75 All where right. I started. <laughs> Let's keep it at point seven five. It seems high, but I'm going to allow it. Setting, everything's generated. Everything. Computerly. Everything is generated computerly. They do, created a world. They did, and we, we live within this world. Do we ever get a name for this world? We don't. I don't think we need one. Any names? I think we get Thunderhead is one of the tracks. Yep. Fuji. And gra- the Grand Prix. The is Grand there. Grand Prix. The Capriccio the, the is of the a race. whole other
1: thing. Uh, I don't think we actually need identifiers okay. because visually everything is being identified very well. Like we know when we're at the house. Yeah. yeah, yeah. With the racer family. Uh, we know when we're out of track or something like that. Sure. We understand like the locker rooms and stuff like that. We, we get that. It's yeah. very simplified despite being this grand vision.
0: Yeah. This is interesting, this argument that you're making, because it's the exact same argument you made for a low score for Tintin's World.
1: Then what does this one get right that Tintin got so wrong? That's a good question. Because they're very different. They're extremely different. And the same argument does work. I'm going to go one. Okay. Because I'm looking at this thing as a full vision. You're never confused about where you are. That's true. Which I think is step one. Like yeah. the geography of the film it keeps you where you need to be.
0: I'm a little confused about the three leg race that goes through a desert and I am a, too. And we discussed that. Storm and that, and all that was that, confusing.
1: But... I don't think it has to do with setting. I think that has to do with storytelling. Yeah, that's anything. yeah. Uh, I think the movie looks beautiful. Nothing is real. No, that's true. And two hours fifteen minutes and nothing being real, but you never being confused.
0: That's something. That's something. I'm going to go one, because it's
1: all made.
0: I'm trying to decide if I'm going to allow that or not, and I think I am. I think I'm going to let that stand, a one for setting. Lucky me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you can tell it's not sitting well with me, but I can't- Dirty one. That's why we call him a dirty can't one. can't argue against or it. Or dirty point in general. I think this is where we're going to have our most intense conversation. Style and tone? Style and tone. Okay, so I want to start at two. I think that's so high. And I think it's warranted. Okay. You go first cuz you don't think so. I love what this movie does because it definitely it has a style. It has a tone. It it is doing this live action anime thing. Right. And it's doing it well until you get to the juxtaposition of the live actors and the CGI world that they've created because they don't blend together as well as they should.
1: Visually? Visually. Or, okay. I don't think they're supposed to. I don't by design. How and do I you think mean? that the scene where you have Spridal on the Sugar Rush, mm-hmm. where you have all the actors in the background sped up, going on these like segues and stuff. I don't think that they're supposed to blend Oh,
0: in. I agree in that scene. Okay. That particular scene, I totally agree, that it's supposed to look manufactured. And, I think and... the whole movie's supposed to be manufactured. I think that's the idea behind the movie, is that you're
1: supposed to be able to tell these are live-action people acting against a CGI set. Yeah. And I think that that is fully by design, and I know that because... They lean into it the entire way through the movie. That is a choice. That is a creative choice. That is something that I don't know. This movie here is doing things that is just mind-blowing. I feel
0: like there are certain things they could have done with saturation and lighting on the live action. The that saturation and lighting is a bit screwy it sometimes. It would have made it blend a lot better and not taken me but out of it But think about how difficult
1: times. that is in a filmmaking per- perspective is that you have CGI and you have lights going off of, let's say, like a windshield or something like that or a face visor mm-hmm. that's not there. Right. Like, just think of that, how you're trying to... Not even so much have a live action person, an actual physical human being, act against a green screen, but have that green screen reflect onto the actor himself to make it fit. Yeah. Make him feel like he's a part of it. That is a filmmaking magic trick. And that's the entire ending of this film about how he almost has a 2001-like experience, which I know you don't understand, never seen it. Right. Where the film kind of just takes you over as the audience member, which is such a beautiful thing to happen. But for style and tone, Entertainment Weekly actually had an argument about this three years ago, in 2018, the 10-year anniversary of this movie. Okay. And they never came to a conclusion on it. Really? About, is this movie a soulless flop or a stylistic pioneer? (laughs) And that's the whole thing about this movie. That's a solid question. Is that, is it soulless? Uh, A little bit. To a point, a little bit. But Mm. the actors are acting this way because it's the way that the anime choices were made back in the day right and that's what they're replicating as you said a live action animation yeah stylistically though this movie I think could have been done better stylistically today but they knew what they were doing in 2008 and they leaned so hard into that and developed their world entirely around what they could do in that medium and consider that same year you have Iron Man coming out yeah Something like a proper Favreau film, right. which is considered a pioneer for the next thing as well. Can you compare Iron Man to Speed Racer in style or tone, both that are looked at as like the next big thing? Oh, they're so different. They are, but this film here is unlike anything you've ever seen.
0: That's true. Uh, and even today, there's nothing that exists There's nothing like this. like this
1: movie holds up so well the way that it looks. Take the story however you want. It Fun. is
0: it is an oversaturated, candy coated just nonstop adrenaline punch you in the face. <laughs> it absolutely with. is. Yeah. Um two. and there's there's something two. to say, say about it, I'm not gonna I'm never gonna say two. Um <laughs> <laughs> there's something to be said about them having intention in this because this is the first movie that Wachowski's used, high definition film. And right. with that they could give equal clarity to foreground and background to give it that animated look. So there is some intention to this. I would say there's a lot of intention to this, and it's because
1: again, you saw The Matrix. It is revolutionary. Yes, absolutely. Wachowski's made decisions, I think, based on the studio in the follow-up Matrix films. Okay. This here is not that. This is them flexing fully. This is them running wild with an idea and Boy, do they run with it!
0: (laughs) The one scene that I keep coming back to in my mind is when Inspector Detector and Racer X first come to the The racer. Yeah, yeah. And the background is just this bright blue and green assault. Like this is a cartoon background. Yeah. And these two men are desaturated, just looking like they do not fit at all. And it took me right out of it.
1: Okay. And that's why I can't go out of it. Okay.
0: I can't go 2. All right, how about the unprecedented 1.75? That is very unprecedented. I'm I'm leaning 1.5. Okay, then how about a
1: dirty 1.5, but like in the bad way. Like this should be higher.
0: Um, I'll give it a dirty 1.5 as a it should be maybe lower, but a 1.5 I will suffice. We're going to meet in the middle here. Okay, it's definitely over a 1. It's Oh, of course it's over a 1. <laughs> okay. I 100% it, agree with you there.
1: Okay, 1.5. I can't go 2 with it. Fine. 1.5. I knew
0: this one was going to be tricky. Yeah. Music. Jaquino motherfucking Jaquino destroys this movie every single time that motif comes in. I get he giddy. He does not, and abuse he doesn't it use either. it. That's the thing. Exactly. He uses it when he needs to, and use. when he does. And this it's is like, one
1: of the more identifiable oh. musical motifs that there is. Oh yeah. Hard stop. Yeah. And man, does he kill it?
0: Michael fucking Jaquino is absolutely okay. Proper two.
1: I want a proper two here. If I'm going to fight for a two, it's here.
0: I'll allow it. Boom! We got one! It feels dirty because you did proper fight for a two on the last one, but... <laughs> That's a very good point. <laughs> One-liners. There's a few. There's a couple. Get that shit off my track. I love that. Is it's not great. even the right quote, though. <laughs> Get that weak shit off my there track. There it is. There you
1: it got is. it. 10-4, ready for more? I like how Trixie yeah, has yeah, yeah, yeah. that. Nanja. Not just very, very good. It's funny. I really, really like, and I can't believe I'm going to use this for a one-liner, huh? is all those little touches that Emile Hirsch throws in. They're good. They're not one-liners. No, but I really like this movie. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to go point I'm not quoting the thing okay. all day. I accept that there's a lot of fun things that are said in it. Yeah. I'm not running around quoting
0: Speed Racer. Agreed. Accepted. 0.25 impact on the genre. Oh, boy. Um, the comic book
1: genre as a whole, it's very tricky. It is. And I say that because, obviously, again, Iron Man came out same year. Right. And this movie does nothing that those comic book movies are doing. Yeah. But I don't think we get a Tintin tin unless we have a Speed Racer. Right. I don't think that we have a lot of
0: more animated films without a Speed Racer. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. That's, that's a stretch, I think. Here's something I'll say. Scott Pilgrim, I don't think you get in the same capacity. checks out.
1: I, I think that, I mean, Scott Pilgrim obviously is live action through right. through, but it has kind of those elements of what you might see in a speed race. Yeah. So I'll give you that. I don't know. I feel like this one's going to be more subtle than yeah. anything of filmmaking-wise, you saw what you can do.
0: Right. Right. They sh- they showed I don't off think it some lands tricks too much
1: with the audience on the impact. But I think in the industry it goes a whole lot farther. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe. It's hard to say. I realistically think that like whenever you think of things that are CGI background, a lot of people right away go to the Star Wars prequels <laughs> and you could tell those are a mess. Yeah. This doesn't feel anything like that.
0: This feels like an
1: intentional mess. It feels like a progression, like a creative progression. You're not just trying to use technology for the sake of it. Right. You're actually using it to you're using the story. You're using
0: it for story. I agree with that.
1: I'm willing to go 0. 0.25, 0. 5. I cannot go higher. I yeah, But I, would, I definitely cannot give this a zero.
0: I wouldn't give it a zero, but I would not go any higher than a 0. 0.5. Um, I'll go 0. 0.5. We should note that yeah. it, it lost money. It lost a lot of money. Lost a lot of money. There has been no sequel, though there have been talks of it. In fact, in, Let t- him have them in 2018, Emil Hirsch said that a script has been written.
1: That's fine. I don't know what the script could possibly say besides, gotta
0: go fast. Gotta go fast. <laughs> I mean, it's- I don't know. Well, that's Sonic. Fair.
1: Fine. <laughs> I'm going to go point five because I think that filmmaking-wise, this movie was the next step because George 5 Lucas, feels dirty George Lucas but. definitely introduced the whole green screen background acting yeah. against the green screen to yeah. that extent. I do think that speed racer
0: and now you have things yeah. like um, like what is the uh, the dome that they're using that they use for Mandalorian and now they're using for uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania the volume the, that dome of live yeah. CGI stagecraft. Yes where you
1: have the volume hold on, the, the stagecraft is the technology behind it. Where you can actually film it, and you can have the actors and like you could scout the locations, quote unquote, yeah. before you film and, and then kind of import that into into the, the volume, volume, which realistically is so just can... a, a surrounding cyclorama,
0: yeah, if you will, yeah, which <laughs> it is it's like they to took the about. Wachowski idea of having the cameras all around and they were like, let's make the screens all around instead, right. so you can film within any kind of set that you want, exactly. That's probably has something to do with this, maybe I don't know. That might be a stretch. I think point it's five? a bit of a
1: stretch. Uh, 0.5 is fine. I think that the gimbal <laughs> technology is more impressive than anything, where you can have these quick-cut gimbals with the green screen in the background. You can kind of edit around that, too, in yeah. order to make something out of it,
0: which is nice. Yeah. But now we have actors acting against live which is unbelievable. CGI, which is yeah, unreal. Filmmaking's incredible. And it just keeps getting more incredible. <laughs> right. That's going to give Speed Racer a total way-too-high score of 8.25. I want to apologize to producer Jeff Miners.
1: I tried. <laughs> I had to reel you in. Uh, I think that I score who is was. appropriate, if not a little high. Okay. Oh, okay. On the arbitrary sense. So <laughs> <laughs> it's a hell of a movie. Screw it you, is,
0: bud. I agree. It's a very good movie, and it's worth seeing just for the sheer spectacle of it. It really is an amazing movie thing to watch and it, d- it draws you in despite it really, it really does. despite the main character not having a whole lot of development yeah which is amazing huh yeah How that and, works. and when it pays off at the end you're like ah oh, that felt good so that's absolutely right it's worth seeing yeah i give you that completely everyone should go see this thing at least
1: once if not twice i think the second time around you appreciate it more
0: <laughs> I'm, you're not overwhelmed yeah, at that point exactly you know what you're getting into and exactly. i think i'll appreciate it more in a rewatch so I think the next question to ask is, Brian, what are we talking about next week? Next week, a little studio called Marvel Studios is putting out a little show on a little streaming platform known as Disney Plus, and that show is called Loki. Right. We are pulling a friends, and we're taking a break. We are taking a. We were on a break. Exactly. Starting right now, right we're on a break now. Starting and this uh,
1: second, now we're we're going to be taking a break from the full <laughs> length episodes. As we usually do every single yes. Monday, and instead Loki's going to take the place until Loki's over, just so we can get a little bit of break. Yeah, 134 straight
0: fucking weeks, Brian. We've earned it, I
1: think. These episodes do take a while to put together between <laughs> researching and editing. Oh yeah, and getting the artwork done and everything like that. Like it does, we record a week in advance for good reason. Yeah, we we put it in the time. Yeah, so uh, we do it because you guys. Yeah, we absolutely love getting the feedback. Again, we just we hope that you guys maybe get a laugh, maybe learn something, maybe just see something from a new perspective. Maybe
0: watch a movie you wouldn't have otherwise.
1: Exactly. Teen Titans Go to the Movies oh, is a prime example so of good. that. So good. I would have never watched that. Never. And, and now I've already watched it twice since. I've ordered it on Blu-ray. <laughs> so <laughs> It's a fun show. It's so much fun to do this. Yeah. It's so much fun to do it with you. It's so much fun oh. to just have people writing in. Yeah, And giving their opinions and their questions. And really, it's just all about community when it comes down to Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So keep writing and keep, keep asking writing. questions. Give us your wet baby heads. Yeah. Give us whatever you want. This is why we do it. We do it for you guys. You guys give us, again, your precious life minutes. Yeah. Friendly reminder, you're all going to die one day. <laughs> and that your life is finite. And that you're listening to a show about comic book movies.
0: Yep. All of that <laughs> checks out.
1: We've either you chose this gained more because people are like, wow, they accept mortality, too. This is good. Or we've lost some going like, fuck that. I need to write the great American novel. Oh, no. Tomorrow's not promised? Why am I wasting oh, my time God. on the Kate Podcasters? <laughs> Guys, we can't thank you enough yeah, for everything.
0: Truly. We don't deserve you.
1: <laughs> we don't. But we're going to come back fresher than ever. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> After Loki. You wait. It's going to be a a lot of fun. It's
1: going to be more of the same, but some new surprises coming too.
0: Until then, be sure to rate, review, subscribe on whichever podcast platform you follow us on. We're everywhere. You can like and follow us on our assorted social media, at Kate Podcasters, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, Letterboxd, LinkedIn? No. We're not on LinkedIn. We're not on LinkedIn. (laughs) (laughs) If you can't remember all that, you can just go to katepodcasters.com. And there's links to all of Everything them. is there. All of our episodes. There's descriptions of our Patreon shows, which include our exclusive monthly Not-So-Super-Movies. Like I said, this month we're doing Little Shop of
1: Horrors. Right. If you want to get to know the other voices that you hear on this show, our sidekicks, our
0: guests. Yes. They got bios on there, too. Including the ghost of Roger Ebert. And if you go to that page, you can see the entire Ebert list that gets randomly it's selected. all from. there. And also you get a
1: nice countdown of all the things that are coming up in yeah. the superhero world, there's what top 5 you have there? Yep, the, the
0: next 5 superhero movies. Those are getting
1: checked off awfully quick coming up. Yeah, they're going to start going awesome.
0: fast because I think we have something like a superhero movie every month just about until the end of the year. Right, thank so. God. <laughs> <laughs> From July until I don't know, February. I love it. So, if you have any questions or comments or want to tell us to do something, send an email to capepodcasters@gmail.com. I have one. Oh, dear. What, and, do you, what do you got? Yeah, you know exactly oh, who it is. Oh, God, from.
1: the look. The look said it.
0: I'll tell you this it might be the shortest email he's ever sent. Okay. So here we go. I'm still scared. From the Ginger Skull. Of course of it course. is. Ahoy hoy, super jerk offs. That's the
1: hateful thing that I hate so much.
0: You know who it is. So I'll keep this short and sweet before your untimely demise or break or whatever. <laughs> The Legion of Skulls has spoken.
1: Don't know. He's not allowed to use the Legion of Skulls. You said that out loud with your mouth, and I've hated you ever since that happened.
0: I apologize.
1: Doesn't land on me. I didn't mean- Don't apologize to me. You need to talk to everybody I
0: created a supervillain supergroup, and now we have problems, because the next sentence reads, cover the master of disguise, you cowards. Son of a bitch. Lovingly yours, the ginger skull. P.S. I bet that'd be a great episode for your Patreon where I hear you guys release tons of fun and unique content every month. That Oh, God, he doubled down. PPS. I also hear that your episode of Forrest Gump was wonderful. <laughs> okay. PPPs. That's where I love him much. So I sometimes. also hear he'll be covering The Thing come Halloween time. I don't know where you he heard that. PPP... Fucking... God damn it. Why so, uh, is he still going? <laughs> PPPPS. Cowards. PPPPS. Enjoy your
1: break. Thank you, Dave Novak, the Ginger Skull himself. Yep. This Master Disguise thing, huh? Uh, I did not expect it to gain traction. I hate it. And here we are. And we're probably going to have to do it on Patreon now at some point <laughs> as a surprise episode. Yeah. When I, we get there. I like that surprise episode. And the thing he's been begging us to do, which we probably should do at some point. I've never seen it. I've never I've seen it good either,
0: things. but- how many times are we going to give in to him just because he calls us cowards? It works. It's effective. It's extremely effective. <laughs> you call but us now cowards? he knows that. We're probably going to do something. We need some sort of like. We're like Biff Tannen. Coward Getting called Yella. Butthead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stay tuned, probably, son of a bitch. Yeah. I mean, here we are, right? Hands tied. <laughs> so, yeah, be like the ginger skull. Send your emails to katepodcasters at gmail.com. Apparently, it's pretty effective if you call us cowards. Yeah. Master
1: of Skies, not a comic book movie. No, not even remotely. No, but But uh, but Patreon's a thing. Call us cowards. It it could work out. It's a thing that works. But if you have a comic book movie and call us cowards, that's almost a sure bet. Yeah. Honestly, (laughs) it's
0: worked for a lot of people so far. I
1: mean, Jeff Miners didn't have to call us cowards. Right. He just was very friendly about it.
0: And we snuck it into the lineup right before our break. How about that?
1: (laughs) Speaking of Jeff Miners, every single- time we record i put out a post saying hey we're recording tonight give me your questions your comments whatever yeah jeff answered the bell oh he said a lot of shows have been converted into movies Mm -hmm. some very good some a steaming pile of dinosaur droppings that jeff goldblum would call a big pile of shit uh yeah yes he would what show that got turned into a movie were you very excited to see and was very happy with the end result
0: very happy
1: I have won right away. Okay. South Park, the movie. Bigger, Longer, Uncut. I, yes, absolutely. Instantly, instantly going to that
0: one. Absolutely. That makes odd. Uh, yeah. I'm, it's
1: not even just a good movie. It's an unbelievable musical. It's a very good musical. <laughs> it just blows my mind. Which,
0: I mean, Matt and Trey have always been known for their musical prowess. They have, but,
1: but that's with
0: characters that have no business doing a musical. They flex in that and movie. That it, is, which is so good. That's mine for sure. That's a good pick, and I, I hate that you took it before I could. Um... <laughs> Honestly, the Simpsons movie wasn't bad. I liked it. I Yeah. So I guess I was definitely looking forward to it when they announced it. Yeah. And then I watched it. It lived and I went, up to it. I like it a yeah. lot. Yeah. That was good. So I'll go with The Simpsons. They we both go. went animated. That's interesting. Well, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. It's on I'll the mind. Be, yeah, I guess so.
1: <laughs> Derek Ives has a question. Okay. He says Seems like a well casted film with great digital effects from memory. How perfect are John Goodwin and Susan Sarandon together?
0: (laughs) They're both excellently cast
1: individually. They're very good actors who possibly made a chim chim for a son. I'm not sure how the two of them work together. Right. But he goes on to say, it's an overall well-adapted anime, but why did it never get traction in today's pop culture? That's a good question. Too strange, too much for the youth, or too much for adults?
0: Hmm. I didn't even really look at it from an adult perspective, but I mean, it's based on, on a cartoon from the 60s. Yeah. So it's definitely, that's one of the audiences for sure. I am very much on board with the pop culture thing. Yeah. Like this thing should have
1: landed, and it should have landed somewhere. Hard. I, maybe, maybe they got too weird with
0: it. I don't know. Like when a, maybe the step too far. Yeah. Possibly. I mean, it's a lot. Oh, it is. Absolutely a lot. So I, I guess just not enough people have that that rewatch really ingrain it
1: i feel like a lot of people don't have that watch that's true really i mean based
0: either. on the on how it did a lot of people haven't office. seen it yeah. that's the thing about this one
1: and it really is a was, spectacle is it a marketing problem maybe i don't know i don't know it's speed racers. You shouldn't have a marketing problem with shouldn't that. derek you broke us yeah good job no answer for that and that's why we need a break <laughs> <laughs> it should have been bigger it should have been bigger damn it Last question we have is from Phil Hawkins. Okay. He asks, why wasn't Andy Circus hired to portray Chim Chim? <laughs> Seems like a missed opportunity, and
0: I hate that I agree
1: with you, I Phil. <laughs> completely
0: agree. Anytime you have the opportunity to bring in Circus, do it. Wachowskis, that's why no one saw your movie. Yep. It's for that reason alone. Not enough Andy Circus as a chimp. Phil cracked the code. And they wouldn't have had the issues
1: with PETA that they had. That's a very good point. And what's weird is they also <laughs> had two different monkeys- portraying chim chim kenzie and willie that's right they treated him just like the olsen twins which is weird when you think about it it's <laughs> <That is> weird <laughs> just bring in Andy circus i don't even know why we're bothering with real right. animals ever anymore.
0: you're allowed to abuse andy circus he that's doesn't right. care he loves it in fact he lives
1: <laughs> for it he'll drink weird concoctions to make his voice sound all golem like
0: he, he will do
1: that <laughs> Phil, thank you, and I wish that you wrote that in 2007
0: when they were making this movie so that they wouldn't have <laughs> wasted their time with a real monkey. Yeah. It would have just drove the budget up even more. Exactly. <laughs> oh, well.
1: Whoops. Better movie. Yeah. Can't believe I'm saying it. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for your questions.
0: Yeah. Appreciate all, of the, all of the conversations we've been having on our social media lately. Keep it up. Absolutely. It's great stuff. You got anything else? Nothing from me.
1: Fantastic. We'll see you guys for Loki for the next, like, six weeks. Yeah,
0: it's going to be a ride. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm so looking forward to it. It will be. Same pod time? Same pod. We were on a break.